welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome, Neil. Thank you for joining us again. How are you? Yeah, hi, Matt. Very well, thank you. I hope you are too. Yes, excellent. It's uh, it's another Friday and it's uh, another May Bank holiday. But before we get to that, looking to the week ahead, obviously all eyes are going to be on the US next week. But also slightly further afield, I think it's fair to say that there's some some rather sort of interesting data points coming out of the Far East. In particular, what are you going to be looking out for this week? Yeah, absolutely, Matt. I think there are a range of uh, interesting uh, events next week. I mean, firstly, on the bank holiday, uh, we have the, uh, the the PMI for May from China. Now, you know, over recent weeks, activity in China has shown some disappointments, uh, especially on the consumption side. And while, you know, the, the broader external demand has remained resilient, the property market has remained very strong and headline GDP will, will therefore be very strong, certainly on a, on a comparative basis. You know, but if we add in the fact that, you know, the credit impulse in China has turned very negative, fiscal policy is erring towards tightening, uh, and there have been questions uh, raised about the impact and implications of the commodity price surge and how that impacts the, the China growth backdrop and what the uh, official policy is in that regard. So PMI will be closely watched in relation to this. You know, China is a dominant force uh, in the global export or aggregate demand cycle, and therefore it's not just relevant uh, to China and the, the Chinese markets, but also to the world's exporters and their respective economies. Secondly, um, you know, on, on Tuesday, we see the RBA meeting, the Reserve Bank of Australia. The backdrop for Aussie remains relatively positive. The iron ore surge over recent months has certainly been a big boost to terms of trade. COVID outcomes have been favourable. The reopening is ahead of most. Uh, the housing market is strong. The labour market has done better than expected. And so, you know, I think there has been modest caution, if you will, around the end of direct fiscal support in the labour market. But overall, there's a positive narrative. However, following uh, a much more hawkish RBNZ, who were um, suggestive of rate hikes coming as early as next year in New Zealand, now we expect a slightly more balanced, forward-looking expression of the risks in Australia. So we'd expect the RBA to be more positive on the growth outlook, uh, but still cautious on the monetary policy front. Obviously, they have the more complicated policy reversal to deal with in terms of their yield curve control. They currently have a three-year yield curve control target at 0.1%, the same as the base rate or the overnight cash rate. So, uh, you know, they have there's difficulties. The focus this month uh, is likely to be uh, around do they roll forward the three-year benchmark or let that run down the curve. And we wouldn't expect any suggestion that there will be any rate hikes before the expiry of that in 2024. So still plenty of time there on uh, very easy monetary policy in Australia. And then lastly, the big event of the week uh, in many respects will be in the US. So we have the employment report for May after the disappointment uh, of April, which raised a lot more questions about the strength of the labour market recovery, about the supply and demand mismatch in the in the labour market, and how that ultimately resolves itself. Whether the the fiscal support in the US, of which we've seen suggestion that it's going to be boosted even further, 
uh, under the Biden administration, whether that is deferring demand for the supply of labor in this instance. Uh, so, you know, by extension, with full employment as a core, even if asymmetric uh, monetary policy target, then there's a big focus here on what this labor market dynamic or underlying uh, labor market strength does uh, for the prospects of monetary policy in the US. And therefore, you know, it's a big, big impact on the yield curve uh, and, of course, uh, on the dollar and more broadly, global sentiment. So it's a big focus for us for the rest of next week. Fantastic. Thank you, Neil. We've got the second UK bank holiday, which I really hope isn't as much of a washout as the first one. Anything in particular that you have have planned or, or are keeping your eye on this weekend? Funny you should mention that, Matt. I uh, am very uh, much looking forward to venturing back out onto the golf course this weekend, although I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that the Greenkeeper will be quite so excited about my presence. And obviously the annual quest to find a barbecue somewhere that isn't raining deferred from earlier this month. Uh, more broadly, though, there is a, a little bit of a focus for us, the culmination of the domestic football season, Champions League final. Ironically, this year, between two English teams, I have no preference over, so it'll be interesting, perhaps, a repeat of uh, a penalty shootout, as we saw in the UEFA final. And then the French Open tennis begins on Sunday, something uh, slightly different to, to, to focus on. I think Barty, Osaka, and uh, even potentially Serena Williams uh, in, in the women's, and then Nadal, Djokovic, and Federer, who uh, professed apparently that uh, he is in the French Open this year as a warm-up for Wimbledon. Absolutely. I mean, no, no better way to warm up for Wimbledon than, uh, than obviously competing in, a, in, in another major. Um, so, uh, so thank you very much for that, Neil. I shall be joining you, I think, on the quest for, uh, for, for a sunny barbecue, although I will not be uh, venturing out onto the golf course because I think, as you say, no greenskeeper needs that. Thank you very much, and um, I hope you have a, a fantastic weekend. Thanks very much, Matt, and same to you. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. <laughs>